Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Welcome to episode 99 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Just myself, Woolly, and Nathan Barden in session. Hello, happy new year. Um, Sparling has lost his voice. He's crook of the dog. Check out his Strava. Just dropped off the map. He went from doing like 90k weeks to just, I don't know, what's he done this week? Like 20k or something? That's 30k, not even. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, he's, he's not well. Him. He'll be right soon. Um, What do you got? 15 weeks to London? 15 weeks yesterday. Shit. Yeah. How's your training been going? Mate, I, um, that couple of weeks, uh, before Christmas, I just sort of, uh, I took my foot off the throttle a bit because I knew I was coming up to the 16 week block, the Nick Bester, uh, 16 week block to hit it hard. And uh, I was just getting, I was, um, I've just sorted out a new job. So, you know, it's pretty stressful and all that interviewing and stuff. And then, um, with Christmas coming up and New Year and booking our little trip away. And oh, you were in Noosa, weren't you? Yeah, you'll see it in the episode 12 of The Road to London on YouTube. And um, yeah, I just, just, you know, getting, you know, sorting things out. And I just was feeling a little bit mentally and physically fatigued. So, because I was building up, wanting to get to 100K, but that does happen in a Nick Bester plan. So I was, I'd been hitting about 70 K for a good three, four weeks. So I just backed it off a bit into the like mid thirties. And then uh, last week got back, even though the weather was bad, got back into it and 50, I think 58 K for the week. And then this week will be 62. So, um, yep, we are um, getting it's into not, it. And I've decided time to have a couple of, Low nah, weeks anyway. But you know what, mate? It was so fucking hot, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so hot and so humid that it just made it uncomfortable. And, and I didn't even want to have to go for a run because I was like, oh, am I going to just, you know, I was getting home from work and putting the aircon on. And I never do that. You know, I usually open the doors, get the fan going. And I was putting the aircon on early because it was just, just excruciating. So, um, yeah, I wasn't really motivated to run. And um, anyway, we had a good run yesterday thanks to. Dan Lohara and Taz for pacing us for a bit. And uh, the, the the run yesterday was meant to be 20K, 3K warm-up, 14K at marathon pace, and 3K warm down. Now at 3 hours 10, marathon pace is 4.30. So I did 14K. I think I averaged about that, so um, sort of stuck to it. And But it was hard. And then I was thinking... Like in 15 weeks' time, I reckon you know, might be able to put myself in the hurt locker at 4.30 a K for 42K, but uh, I might not make it. And then I was like, I really actually want to make sure I'm enjoying it, though. So what I've decided is to aim for uh, 3.20. Because uh, so my, my PB is 3.21, so I haven't gone under 3.20 yet. So I reckon I'll be able to get the 3.20. So I'm just going to uh, still train the same hard and everything, but aim for 320 at London. And that, that still put me under, put myself under a bit of pressure 
there. And then if I if I do that, and then I maybe I can aim for Gold Coast, which I've entered. Gold Coast Marathon for three hours ten, because it's definitely dead flat then. I reckon um, towards the end of this training block, if you can stay healthy and uninjured, I reckon you'll probably reassess that and yeah. go a bit quicker. Because it's like you're doing them hard workouts in this heat, like far out. I mean, you got to adjust the like. That's something I got wrong last year doing them track sessions, trying to hit, you know, times I've never hit before, and then wondering why I couldn't do it in the heat. Like it's too much. Yeah. Like and I think four thirty in that heat is probably the same as like doing a four like fifteen or something. Yeah, yeah. full on. Yeah. yeah. So I might surprise myself and I might be like, shit, you know, come race day, I might be like doing four fifteens, four twenty and go, oh, you know, this is all right. So yeah, yeah just definitely. just that thing. But yeah, I don't I don't want to be because I think you can put too much pressure on yourself and sort of like clam up a bit. So um but like your dad gave some good advice. He said, Don't think. Just, just don't think about it. Just get out there and just do the training. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So get my, every week done. Yeah. So my new, my new saying is don't think, just run. You know, um, that, uh, the famous American, uh, marathoner, uh, Ryan Hall, he has a saying called run the mile you're in. Yeah. Like, you know, it's such a good really? saying because you just think about what you're doing right now. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the next, you know, if you got, 10k to go don't think too much about the next 10k just think about the k you're running it's a um really good way to get your mind around it i reckon yeah all right oh man i've had like a couple of really good weeks i've had two back-to-back 90k weeks because you uh, had some time off didn't you at christmas you had uh you yeah. didn't run at all i had a complete week off the yeah. first run back i felt terrible but then as time's gone on, I've gradually got, I felt better. Like all the little niggles I've had have just sort of gradually got better with more running. It's weird. But I think that week off probably was what triggered the the healing, you know, like got everything mending. And then I've just been doing a lot of easy running. A couple of, like I did a bit of a tempo session with um, him and Glenn at the uh, mill during the week. And then um, I did the Bush Turkey Classic on Saturday. Had a good run there. I'll get into that into a little bit. And then straight after that, I went down to Sandgate Park Run. And me, Ben Merlin, and Dara, you know, Dara from North Lakes, he was yes. at Sandgate. He was at the actual Bush Turkey Classic too. Um, but we paced Amy. She had to do a session, which was uh, 500 on, 500 off. And the ons were at... 340 to 345 and the offs were wow. at 405 to 410 and we pretty much got that right all the way but man i mean the paces were pretty like comfortable for me but was like, that was, was that park run yeah so we started with park run and then literally just rolled like right. finished it off we we finished on an off but ben merlin was like you know, claiming that we're going to sprint the last 200, not let Naomi have a, have a, have the off. So we did, we sort of finished a bit stronger, but yeah, we hit the, all the splits perfectly. And, uh, geez, that was a tough, tough session. Like, I did, yeah. And what was that really for? Well. What was the reason of doing that session? Um, she's got, I don't know what the actual sport's called. She does. Um, she's made the world champs for swim, run, swim, run. What, what would that be? Not a, 
that's not a biathlon, is it? Or is it? A... Well, it is, but it's like a double biathlon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got that in a couple of months. So they she's got a coach. I don't know who the duathlon. Duathlon. Yeah, maybe double duathlon. Probably should have looked that up. But yeah, so she's um, yeah, she and she's a former um, Commonwealth Games representative for England. Now lives in Brisbane, so she's what, got what, you know no, what as tri- in triathlon. Sorry, oh triathlon, yeah, yeah. triathlete, yeah. So man, they reckon in the pool she just dominates. Yeah, she's in the Redcliffe Tri Club, and when they do the swim sessions, she's just she leads the way. She uh, just yeah, she's apparently an absolute gun in the pool. But then she's also a bloody good runner. So who's that? What's her Amy? Amy Brackenbury. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to get her on the podcast. I think she's, she's keen. I'll, um, yeah, I'll get her over. And then Sunday I did 27 K with all the crew. Did that with Amy and new Bowker was there as well. New Bowker is a, for anyone who doesn't know, she's a world record holder for the over fifties, 50 K. Road race, she holds that record. So I, I put that on my Strava that in the group we had a Com Games rep and a and a world world record holder. Pretty cool to say you've done that. Um, yeah, yeah. But man, let's. Um, I'll go through the Bush Turkey Classic results. Yep. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, that was it's around the sort of around the lake at Brighton there, which is near Sandgate, and it was one point nine k. And it was basically just one lap and you just, it was just the full send. I'm not, I'm not sure how many people actually did the whole thing, but there was quite a few there. And uh, basically you started shot straight up a hill, leveled out, shot up another hill. And then you turned left down a bush trail, like a mountain bike track. So it's got mountain bike jumps. So you, you're going full you know, full pelt, you're about a kilometer in at this point and you're going full pelt down this hill. You got to really watch your, um, your footing. And I mean, man, by the time we hit the bottom of that hill, I was like lactic everywhere. The really, oh, really? I, was, I was battling. And then, um, yeah, so that was taken out by Stephen butcher who was probably 50, 60 meters in front of Ben Merlin, who was second. And then third place was Liam McCarthy. Uh, there wasn't much between like everyone sort of after that. Uh, the women's was won by Jess McKittis and second was Claire O'Brien and third was Britt Jones. But like, I've seen the finishing video from Clive. He showed me afterwards. And once Ben Merlin come through, we, we just roll. It was like one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, um, I was really happy with how I run it. I, I was catching, um, I felt like I was catching Taz and Ewan McFasden and Arvey. And I caught Arvey with about 100 to go, give it everything to pass him. And then he kicked past me again with 50 meters to go. But I wasn't too far behind Ewan and Taz, which for me, that I was, I was over the moon with that bloody good run. And um, yeah, they got another event, which is it's called the 1K Smash at the Deegan Speedway which is next to the race course there. And that's on the 20th of January. And I'll check the description of the, of this podcast. I'll put the link, but if you search bushturkey.club, all the details are on that and, and everyone's welcome. 
That'd be a good one to do, just an all-out 1K, see how fast you can go. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was a great, great event. And um, I look forward to that one on the uh, the 20th of January. Jeez, that's, you know, these real short-distance ones, you're not you, – because you sort of – when you run a lot of long-distance long stuff like we do, you can sort of get into your rhythm, settle down. But with these short ones, it's just bang. It's brutal and, the whole way, isn't it? Oh, you just don't even get a second to think. It's which is good. It's good for a change. Like, uh, but on the first uphill, I wasn't too far behind the leaders. And then once we sort of hit that downhill, oh, it was, you know, man, we were just, I don't know if I could have run any quicker, you know, down that down the bush downhill. Oh man, I was just sprinting, but, um, yeah, bloody cool event. Um, uh, what about the Glasshouse Standing Backyard Ultra? We haven't, we haven't yes. talked about that. That's yeah. taken out by Ryan Crawford. He did uh, 23 yards. That would have been hard, hey, in the heat oh, as well. It was man. humid, wasn't it? New Year's Day. Was it winning yeah. New Year's Eve? They started went. New Year's Eve, went yeah. through the night, and then, um, yeah. yeah, they were dropping like flies. It was so hot. Um, yeah, so like... For anyone who doesn't know, you can only go as far as your second goes, hey, on a backyard ultra. You what? You can only go as far as your second. Like, so you've got to be, oh, um, what do they the, call it? The, with the, the support. Support, so When yeah. the support drops out, you just do that last lap on your own. Yeah. So, then yeah. You, so, cameraman won. Ryan Crawford, the cameraman, did 23 yards. And uh, the second place was um, Sean Lyons. 22. Uh, 22 yards. And the women's winner was Emily Pimplett with 19 yards. Yeah, good in that conditions. So, um, out there as well, muddy. Oh, man. Uh, I saw an interview with cameraman and he said that from the second lap, that all everyone had their shirts off. Like they're just yeah. so, so hot and um, just cooking everyone. And they will go straight through the night and into the day. And man, can you imagine the heat when the sun come up? Yeah, humid. Just tough, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was a, a a really hilly loop. I think it was fairly flat, but probably um, like how yeah, probably not a bad move because how hard do you want to make it when it's that hot? But yeah, cameraman took that out. He's um. Man, he's just one one hell of a competitor. Yeah. If you imagine if you think you got a chance of winning a backyard ultra and you rock up and then he's there, you're just like, oh, oh fuck. no. Just go he's home. gonna keep going, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just be the say, psychologically. You might get to come second. Yeah, you. yeah. If you're lucky. Oi, Ryan, just let me win this one. Come on, bud. I wasn't gonna leg kick you. All right. <laughs> he just he just block it and break his shin. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, We've got also, some good results. Uh, Cadbury Marathon. Yeah, you got that. So that yep. was uh, that was at the weekend. So I think probably the first marathon of the year. Um, and Wayne Spees, who we, I guess we had on on the uh, podcast, was he fifty four now? Yeah, we're definitely over fifty. He's just won it in two hours thirty one. Yeah, like, like flying. So well done to you, Wayne. Uh, Toby Sparks was in second, uh, two hours 34. And third was Ben McCronin in 237. Uh, the women's, 
uh Nikki Curry 255 um Carly Isaac 316 and Kerry Hodge uh, 320 and there was a lot of people in the half though the half was uh was pretty fast affair yeah uh, you, you want to read them out mate it, like when you look at these times it must be a really it's in Tasmania so it's cooler but it must be a really tough course because like the winning times are a bit slow. And at first I was like, Oh, that's a bit slow, but then it, it must be a, it must be a really tough course. Yeah. I'll, um, let's check out Wayne's, um, his elevation. Okay. I'm hoping, I think it's just two laps for the marathon, but the half. Follow, I wasn't following him for some reason. The, well, the half was won by Michael Maranti, Marantelli in one hour, 10 59. Second was Aaron Harvey in one eleven forty three, and third was Peter Davidson in one hour eleven forty seven. So second and third had a good race there, and then the women's winner of the half was Millie Clark in one twenty two fifteen. Second was Melanie Daniels in one twenty six twenty two, and third was Kylie Smith in one thirty five thirty six. So like Millie Clark's a former Olympian, like to run one one twenty two for a half is pretty slow for her. So it must be a hilly. I well, know it Wayne, finishes with a big hill, so it must be a hilly course. Wayne's back in Brisbane and this morning he went for a twenty one k run. <laughs> Far out, no recovery, <laughs> straight into it. Here we go. I'll tell you now, it's that for it was forty two point six six as well, so it was probably a little bit long, but you don't know. Um, Elevation 286 meters far out. Yeah, that's the same as um, that's the same as uh, Brisbane. No, what was Brisbane Marathon? It's about that, isn't it? Yeah, it's about it's about 300 meters. And it's similar oh, to yeah. similar to um, Sydney Marathon. Mm. So it's a hilly, pretty hilly affair. We had we also had a couple of local Brisbane runners. Um, in 17th place, Aiden Deneen in the half with a time of 126. And then in the women's in seventh place was Lisa Deneen with 143. So some good results there. Well done. There are a couple of bush turkeys. That's, that's how I know they were down there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, oh, no. I should mention that Sam Gardner has nearly hit 10,000 K for the year. It's like double weight, over double me. Crazy. Yeah. 9,676K he's, he's got. To, he's got to put that into uh, into some, because uh, then he did the 100K race, didn't he, last year? So he's got to put it into, Sam, you got to you got to start signing up to a few things. Let's put that it into is fruition. just nuts. Some kind of mental yeah. illness. Brisbane Marathon was 391 metres of elevation, oh, but still... Okay. Yeah. It's still it's still hilly. You know. So fair play. It's um yeah, must have been hardcore. But the yeah. women's times are a bit slow. Like that Millie Clark, I'm yeah. Oh, unless she just went down there to use it as like a training run to, and just, just thought I'll run whatever I've got to run to win it. But yeah, definitely capable of running much quicker than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but what are, what else you got coming up? Maybe well. Uh, we were just talking about uh, Tagulua Dustal Dawn coming up yep. in February in a few weeks. So I don't know what I'm going to do uh, there. I was going to maybe do the 50, but 
I don't know if that might be to detriment of the London Marathon training prep. What do you reckon? Can't you do one of the like long workouts that's on the plan in that race? I could do because I'll tell you now. Um, how many, let's just work out how many weeks away we are. So that one. So that'd be uh, this is that was week one, two, three, four, five, six. That would be week seven. So if I look on my training plan, what the Sunday run is on the week seven, I could combine the Saturday and Sunday. Uh, bear with me. Week seven on that weekend, it's a uh, oh fuck me dead. Well, the whole week is 75k, but I've got 3k warm up, three by five kilometer efforts with a 1k jog between, um, and then a 3k warm down. Um, so what's that? 15, 16, 17, and about 23k, and then an 8k easy shakeout round on the Saturday. So it's about 30k. So I could just do the six hour, do like. 30k and then just stop do your efforts in the middle of it yeah you know what i mean just do, do that that'd be fun yeah spice it up a bit yeah that might be just a bit of just do five five laps hard you could stop at then, your um table on the offs fuel yeah. up and One get K back job. yeah 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 Dude, i must enter that hey i haven't entered yet yeah yeah still so not just... sure what i'm gonna actually enter though that's the yeah only... that's why i hadn't entered because matilda was thinking well she'd like to do the half marathon but maybe she'd enter the six hour and then you can like stop when you want you know what i mean you just have to you just have to do what you do within that six hours and if you decide to give up after three then, yeah. man so we that... should also also mention that Gold Coast Marathon has sold out mm. in December. It sold out. Like that's uh, got to be a record. And uh, when we they might open up some more, hey? I think they're going to open up more closer to the, uh, I think, I think you, if you can still enter now, but you go into like a, like a ballot or a wait list or yeah. something like that. Yep. So if you haven't entered, just get on the wait list now. And when, People start pulling out. You might be lucky enough to get a. I reckon they would ticket unless unless they do cap it for. There's obviously some sort of council restriction, or that they know they can only deal with so many athletes, um, and that. So there's obviously, but I don't know how many people would have entered. How many do you reckon? What, what? How many was last year? I don't know, but like, to think like every runner that I've spoken to who's been running for years has has said to me. Man, I used to be able to enter the Gold Coast Marathon a couple of days before. Well, I'll wait until like, so I think busy. I entered in March yeah. or something, February for it. It's the, I reckon it's the explosion of like oh, all oh, these man. big running groups and, you know, like LSKD's doing a group run at bright and early in a couple of weeks. No, that, that's this that Sunday coming. Be, Sorry. Oh, is we it should this give weekend? that a mention. Shit, okay. should get that a mention this Sunday. And also at the Bloom Cafe, they got the new. They're getting a new coffee supplier, so they're going to be there doing stuff. So we go there for coffee afterwards. But yeah, this Sunday, I hope I'm right in that. Taz can uh, correct me. <laughs> um, that it's this Sunday. LSKD are going to be there, and oh, who else was going to be there? Dave the Runner. Dave the Runner will be there because he he's he's the one who's organised it. And someone else was going to be there. 
some other, or oh, what was it? Yeah, but LSKD are going to be there with yeah. um, doing their little, I don't know, test out there. 14th. 14th. Yes, yeah, so this Sunday. This, this Sunday, that is. I don't know if we get to test out any gear or what, but um, they've got their new running range, haven't they? Yeah. 6 a.m. Start at 6.15. Quite expensive though, isn't it? I was talking to your dad about it. Oh man, it's the running shorts look great, but they're 120 bucks. No, 130. Are they? Oh shit. 135. I'm trying to get um Jason, the the guy who owns it, to come on. He, he will come on, but he said this year he said he was too busy last year. Maybe when he comes on, yeah. he might give us a discount code or something. <laughs> but I like their running gear, eh? I like the singlets and the um like the running tights. Just not Dave's, Dave's going to come on as well, so we can talk to him about all that. But um, yeah, that'll be cool, man. But like, that's the sort of shit that's driving this huge explosion. And well, I think it's unreal. Like, imagine all these guys that have been crossfitting, weightlifting, and now they've joined these the running groups from the gyms. Imagine there's that many guys that can run twenty minutes. Imagine what they'll do in six months' time with some a bit of like you know volume behind them. Yeah. So I've looked up here. I've got the results, uh, Gold Coast Marathon last year. And there was, uh, in the marathon, there was 6,718 entrants with 5,957 finishes. So that means a lot of people might not have started. Yeah. I don't think you would have got 700 people drop out. Nah, there'd be a heap of did not starts in that, did surely. Starts, yeah. yeah. And the half marathon had 10,335 entrants. Oh, wow. So I suppose it's well, you, know, you get those people who did not start and you'd be like, right, okay, uh, it's a shame because other people miss out, but for whatever reason, people couldn't start. But like, if you can get um, 10,000 people uh, in the half marathon, which probably sold out, you. but that's a weird, I mean, you would think they'd have a, the possibility to have 10,000 people start the Gold Coast or enter the Gold Coast and start, you've got to give a certain percentage won't won't turn up, maybe 10% they give, I don't know. But then you've got the 10K run, there was 4,000 entrants in that. The 5K run was over 2,000. Then you've got your wheelchair and that. Um, and then Just, you've got the double. Yeah. Well, the double, here we go, Gold Coast double, there was 244 people. So you add another 244 people probably to each of those, that half and the full. But that would make it about 7,000 then. So they probably had about, they could limit it to 7,000 because there must be some health and safety council restriction thing. Maybe we can get wild, eh? Like just to it. think it's sold out so early. Crazy, yeah. man. Running just is so popular. Like it really is just. Take it, it's a rebirth, isn't it? Yeah. Unreal, man. It's good Crazy. to be a part of it. It's like the new CrossFit, isn't it? Of, uh, of workouts so like everyone's got into and 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 what was it taz was saying that last year the uh the biggest number of entrants the age group was 21 to 26 year old 20 to 26 year olds which Shit. is like that's young. that's mad yeah. to show there's so many young people actually um out running and i, I reckon it must, it must be correlated to covid when you couldn't leave your house unless you were exercising you couldn't go to the gym so people just started walking and running yeah 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 um, so i reckon that was probably that that might be the you know the, uh, maybe the catalyst for it and, and all uh, the big um 
like clothing brands have released really trendy like workout gear, haven't they? So like a lot of girls, mm. they just wear it around. So if you're buying all that stuff, you they're just thinking, oh, I might as well go running anyway. Like DFO, mate. If you look at the shops at DFO, because you've got like, there's 2XU, the Nike shop, the Adidas, the Puma. Uh, New who Balance, Hocker. New Balance, yeah. Hocker. Like, and then there's the other mobs there, the Rockwear and all that. So, um, uh, Fila. Uh, Sketch is it sketches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got Dealer, it you know, the Converse and all that. They're all doing all the workout gear. Like, okay, it is comfy, but like there must be more people. I remember when Spencer was um sponsored by Feeler and there was like loads mm. of good gear, but when you go in the Feeler shop, there's nothing for runners, eh? Like it's all basketball not running and shoes. Not really running and, shoes anymore. Like yeah. He used to have, I think, mate, he used to have the ski yeah. jackets and uh, all the other casual gear. I only know because we used to get all the hand-me-downs. Yeah. <laughs> miss yeah. that. Miss them days. Yeah. If you're listening, Spencer, send us a suitcase full of gear. I, I, well, apparently my dad bought a load of stuff back, but I'm not, no, I don't know where that went. So, well, I don't know what he did with all that. Um, this is secret. It gave it to your dad or frozen. And, um, I said, oh, apparently you've got loads of loads of clothes there. He goes, no, Dad bought most of it. And I was like, we didn't say that. So yeah, he's uh, probably been using them as like rags and that, <laughs> like expensive anyway, running gear. I'll see what I can. Oh, I'll see what I can nab off him when um, when I'm there. Yeah, see what freebies I can get from Nike uh, when I'm there. I've got to find the Nike rep when I when I'm there. Or the, or the the Nike athletes, I'd be like, do you want that singlet? Do you need that singlet anymore? They'd be taking off sweaty singlets. I'd be like, oh, just grabbing them. Yeah, take a couple of like Brisbane, you know, like a Striders one and a Brighton early one and then do the old. Like the football top. Do that. Yeah, yeah, switching teams. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'll see what oh. I can get hold of. They won't need their shoes in again, will they? they? won't need their shoes again. They'll be that chucking them away. It'll be like someone has Adidas. See, find something in a US twelve. <laughs> oh, man, I was watching. Um, I was on TikTok this morning, and I seen this guy um in Bali, and he was saying, "Oh, you know, um, I go to this shop all the time in Changu, and I it's all fixed prices that you don't have to barter with them." And he goes, "I go in there to get all my sneakers and stuff." And he went in there, and they had a wall. They're obviously knockoffs, but they had a wall of like alphas and vapors, and they were thirty-seven bucks. I wonder how they go though. If you wore them, God, try them. Just yeah, thirty-seven bucks. You probably offer them thirty, they'd take it anyway. You run, do one running them, and like rupture your Achilles or something. Probably like a kg each shoe or something, just super yeah. heavy. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go. I I definitely get a pair, but those Adidas ones—they reckon they're only good for those new race ones. They reckon they're only good for one race. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll have a pair of them. Yeah, I'll get that, a few trees out of them. Don't that, that would be good. Yeah, meet the rep. Yeah, I've got to find the Adidas rep for sure. Yeah, tell him that you're running the Adidas all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just can I have a pair for the race tomorrow? I can mm. have stocks with them. But how good lucky would you be now when that first when the first uh, Alpha Flies came out? They were the green and black ones, and um, it was it was it was it New York Marathon 
and they said, oh, it's an unfair advantage if you get the the elites have them and everything. They went, we'll show you that uh, we, you know, like it, it's fair. We every entrant can get a free pair of Nikes if you want them. I think eighty percent of the people took them up on the offer, and you see the whole the whole race was in like green, the green and black Nikes, and they had this big fucking room at this hotel and you just go in and show your number and they'd be like what size are you and they, all these people are trying on shoes they're walking out with a free pair of fucking alpha flies oh wicked yeah i remember watching that going yeah you'd just take them wouldn't you even if you didn't want to run in them you know what i mean Imagine like, all the sponsored athletes who are just dying to get a pair but they just couldn't yeah they gotta wear their like you know whatever brand yeah oh, yeah 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 because i yeah. listened to um an interview with Sinead diver and when she was at London for the London Marathon, when she got her first uh, ever pair of vapor flies, and um, that Nick Boudot like knocked on the hotel door and said, "Oh, I've got your pair of shoes. Like, I don't know if you want to race in them." And she said, "I put them on and did a jog up and down the hallway in the hotel and went, oh, 'Oh, I'm wearing them.' So she yeah. ran. She hadn't even worn them in and run the whole marathon in them. She just said, oh, "I just knew." They felt so good. You know, the version ones were just like, yeah. oh. And that was the same with Elliot, wasn't it? Those, those one with the insoles moved and they were like, half the insole was up his Achilles. But yeah. he just kept going. Finished the whole, just didn't have, didn't didn't stop to pull him back in. what they going. were. I wonder what those. Weren't they vapors he was wearing streak? that time? Nah, they were before the super shoes. So they would be like maybe a streak or something. Oh, no, I'll have to look that up. If anyone listening knows and you're still listening, shoot us a message. Yeah, that photo, though, it's quite a famous photo, isn't it? Elliot with his insoles flapping out. Just kept He's just going. a robot, man. He doesn't even show any, like, he probably didn't even know it was happening. Just no. Or if he did, he just blocked it out. He's just, like, emotionless. So he just, like that race recently he ran, yeah, it all shit all over his face, snot hanging out his nose. Yeah. And he just was like... Like, you know, one of us would have been like, you know, wiping your face. He just didn't. He just. Oh, I've been there, there. finished the race, and like Matilda's gone, uh, it's not, it's not. Oh, yuck. I, yeah, I, like, I know I've finished, I've finished a race and had fucking shit hanging shit all over you. Yeah. You're allowed to. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, mate, let's um wrap it up there. It up. Hopefully, uh, Sparling will be mm -hmm. back next week. Over his flu or whatever it is. But yep, we'll catch us all next week. Easy done. Have See a you good then. week back at work if you're already back. If not, enjoy the holidays. Imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating.